0: All right, guys, you're here with Nick Lanciano on the very first Yo South Philly show, and today we're going to talk about oh, some locations in South Philly that are very uh, memory jogging for me. It gets me going when I, I'm when ever there. One of them is Passchunk Avenue, but let me get started uh, right off the bat here with my little introduction because we have scripts now uh, with the uh, Yo South Philly uh, thing, so we're fancy. So, welcome to Yo, South Philly. If you missed this episode, you can catch the playback on Facebook and on many of your podcast platforms, such as Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or visit WPRT Online Radio on Facebook. And if you have anything you want me to do for you, uh, you want me to do a show on something or ask a question, if you have a question, you can always email me at nickl at So before I get started... I wanted to just bring this up because I'm getting some emails, uh, some messages uh, from you guys saying, why aren't my posts showing up on the page? And there's a reason for that. You ain't listening. That's why. Uh, I had to actually shut the posts down and get them, you know, I have to prove everything. And when I get time to do it, that's when I do it. But uh, people were posting, uh, you know, business ads and it was like turning into a concert hall. Everybody was putting their concerts on there, which is all fun stuff, you know. Um, but it's this is about South Philly. It's about old school South Philly and the memories and, and things like that. So a lot of your stuff doesn't get put on there because, you know, I don't post anything business, political, especially political. You're not going to find that here. That's an Instamatic ejection from uh, from the page. But... So, that being said, um, today, I wanted to talk about some uh, locations, right? We all have them. They all stick with us. And, um, you know, growing up in South Philly, we had a lot of locations, you know, and I, I have a list of them, but it's uh, more about like those special ones, you know, those those ones that uh, I've actually had dreams. For instance, I, w- I wasn't going to start off with this, but Joe Bates on 12th and Dickinson, that place... Uh, he had the greatest water ice and, but that place to me was so, uh, 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 homey. It was so, I felt like I was at home there that for years after Joe Bates had closed, i had had dreams of that place. You know, it's a big, huge part of my childhood. And, um. I don't know. I don't know if you know kids could say that uh, this these days in age. You know, this day and age, there's stores obviously, but there's something special about a, a joint like that, a place like that. He had the best water ice. He was a great person. He looked out for everybody and he took care of everybody. And um, I think he moved out to Las Vegas and whatever. But uh, it was a great store. It was a great time. And uh, and and that's just for one of the one of the, the places that just takes me right back every time I drive past Walton Dickinson. I, uh, I, I just takes me right back to when I was like ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and when I used to hang out at Twelfth and Dickinson on the big tough corner at Twelfth and Dickinson. Um, you know, it was uh such a, such a great time. Um, but I did drive up uh, Pashunk Avenue a few times last week, and that's another place uh, that I think of all the time. Um, and the the stores that are there now. Versus the stores that were there, again, back in the day, there's just, I don't know if it's just, uh, it's just that we grew up in that time, and it's more special, and there's no time for these new stores to become special to us, I don't know, but some of the uh, stores, like Mancuso's, I I think Mr. Mancuso passed away recently, too, which is a shame, Um, it was just a cheese shop, and he used to sell water ice, you just walk up to the window outside, and you'd get water ice, or you'd go in, you'd buy cheese, and um, it was a great street. I mean, it was a great avenue. But for a while, it died. It was uh, not not happening. When we were kids, like I guess it would be the sixties, seventies, seventies for me, seventies, eighties. There was places like um, God. Let us see what I wrote down here. I got um, my favorite Uncle Phil's. Who who doesn't remember Uncle Phil, right? Uncle Phil's was was a little restaurant right on the corner, uh, on Pashunk and Thirteenth. And uh, for some reason, I thought the guy had the greatest cheeseburgers of all time. I really did. I used to love going to Uncle Phil's. You guys remember Uncle Phil's? We got any 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 people uh, messaging in today on Facebook? A little more uh, participation, I hope this time than last time. What do we got going on here? We got, uh, uh, we only got four people. That's all right. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know the fun we're going to have here. Um, but, uh, yeah, the record bar was another one. Um, and then the other one, uh, I believe it was called, I could be wrong, but I believe it was called Mel's house of sound. Uh, was, was one of the, uh, one of the record stores that was up there. And, uh, I used to go in there, and of course, the you know, Record Bar, everybody knows Record Bar. It was Mel's House of Sound, Record Bar, I think Doc's, uh, Doc's Records was another one that was like in the 90s more, though, I believe, um, or late, late 80s. Um, Furies, Furies Pizza, of course, Mara's, um, some of those places still here, you know. Um, Mara's is still here, I mean, that's like a classic, that's not going anywhere, um, but Maris was special. My God, there was just so. I remember going up there uh, with my mother. Uh, there was a, a camera place up there, and if anybody knows me from when I was, uh, yes, King of Jeans, another one. Um, if anybody knows me uh, from back then, uh, you know, you know, I make movies and everything. I was into cameras and stuff. So there was a camera store up there, right at the right at the turn. When you're coming off a broad street, you come down. and There was a that that turn. I don't know what that that street is, but there's like a turn there. Um, it was called Sterling Craft Camera Shop. And when I was little, I used to have a movie theater in my basement. We called it Nick's we, I called it Nick's Nickelodeon. And basically, sorry, just came off a taco dinner. Um, Nick's Nickelodeon was the. Uh, the name of my theater, and if you if you came up Wilder Street and you looked at the bottom window, um, the bottom basement window, which was a piece of plexiglass, marked the plexiglass. There would always be a paper, scotch taped in the window, and it would say "Now playing." Uh, God, Carl is on here. Carl, help me out. Now playing. Uh, oh, the Bridge on the River Kauai, or Star Wars, or. Um, uh, I would, I would record with my Super A camera, Superman, and I would record it off of the TV and then play it in the basement. And then we'd charge people to come like a nickel and they come down and have a cup of popcorn and listen to these, watch these silent movies with music in the background for 15 minutes and then leave. But I used to get these movies. They used to sell my, I I still have some of them, um, they they had they were just little fifteen minute reels of uh, of major motion pictures and the Sterling Craft Camera Shop uh, sold them there. I don't know how much they were, but my mother anytime my mother would say, "Come on, let's go get you some more movies," it was like the biggest thing you could ever do. It was like you it was like you gave me a movie theater. You know, um, I will never I will never forget that as long as I live. Um, those special times with my mother walking up Ashk Avenue to go to Sterling Craft camera shop and buying those movies and I used to I, I, I that store I loved everything about it I loved the uh, going in there and uh and smelling the popcorn uh you know in, in 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 my basement that was the the theater I would love the smell of the popcorn but in the camera shop just the chemicals of the film being developed and it was just I was goofy I can't I don't know I was just goofy and uh and that's that's what, uh, hold on, my things are falling apart here at Lansiana Productions. Just had something completely fall off that's not supposed to fall off. All right, I'm back. Uh, but that was one, one of the stores I used to love. And then, obviously, the other ones that everybody else went to, because I was kind of a loner, you know. Uh, everybody else would be going to, like, you know, like Carla's, the the jeans place, and, and the, I don't know, I'm kind of running out of ideas of what stores were up there back then in the 60s, 70s. Um time, uh, trying to remember, oh, Cravings was another one, that was more in the 80s, I believe, everybody used to go to Cravings, uh, you have any ideas, pop them up on the screen, send me a message, uh, that would be great, and, um, I'm gonna have, uh, there was a time when Pajonk Avenue, I I guess it would have to be the 90s, when things just fell apart I mean um, it wasn't a busy place at all Um, I had posted a picture on this page of Pashunk Avenue a while ago I guess that would have been in the 60s Um, and uh, it was happening it was like manyunk at that time and it's it's back probably back to it now it's so busy there it's just a completely different completely different area uh, then, then what it was, um, cause it was dead for a while. And, um, if, uh, if, uh, my, my friend here, Mike, uh, has a chance to call in, um, his, uh, real estate company, uh, has been there for like over a hundred years on passion Avenue. And uh, that's a long time. If anybody, anybody company's going to know that, that Avenue, that's the one to go to, I guess. Um, just to see what happened. I, I always thought it was just maybe the malls, you know, the malls would open up and then the sto- little stores were closing down. Um, but then what happened after that? You know, you, cause then now it's, now it's busy as hell and I don't know, what is it? Is it the new people that are moving in or what did they actually market it so that, you know, they can get more businesses to open up there? Cause now, you know, I, 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 I don't. Maybe not get along with, not get along, I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but maybe not the the wrong, um, there's just different people there. So maybe they have a whole different way of thinking. Mike is on the line now. I want to see if I can get him. Mike, you there? Yeah. How you doing, Mike?
1: Hey, Nick, how you doing? Good evening.
0: Thank you so much for calling and uh, spending some time with us uh, today. We were just talking about uh, Pashnock Avenue and I was, we're going over the old stores and, and, uh you know, back in the 70s and 80s of when I grew up. And, and then it was like that dead part, Mike, right? That, um, like, what was it, the 90s when Patchnock Avenue really wasn't doing well? Like, there was no business. I had a store up there for a while, and, and it was just a dead area. And then all of a sudden, it's a big, booming, many-unk-type street. How did that happen?
1: Well, Nick, um, thanks for having us on. Uh, it's great to be here. And that really started um, in the late 90s. Some of the owners, property and business owners, they kind of got together. And the city at the time was starting these things called bids, Mm -hmm. business improvement districts. Mm -hmm. right? And they were like quasi-public, quasi-private organizations that would raise money and promote the commercial corridor in their local communities. And that time the predecessor to the bid was the East Pass merchants association. My dad and a couple other business and property owners started that. And it was like, you know, it was, it's like a business group, right? It was right. volunteer to be a member of it. Hey, you know what? We're doing this event. Can you throw us $50 donation, hundred dollar donation? But what they realized was if they pulled all their resources into this bid, and then levied this tax, essentially is what it is, on the buildings. You could do bigger things, right? If you get a bunch of people into it, they're each putting a couple hundred dollars. I think it was even less than that in the beginning because the assessments were so low. Right. You can do massive events. You can promote the avenue. You can hire somebody to be the executive director. Um, so that was really the spearheading. To the revitalization of the Pashunk Avenue that you see today.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause there's some cool things. There's some like cool events that go on on that street throughout the year that, well, I mean, you know, minus this COVID time, but uh that were non-existent back when, when I was, you know, when I would go up and down Pashunk Avenue, basically I was going up Pashunk Avenue to hang out with my friends and eat uh, at Uncle Phil's, but uh yeah. But, you know, now they have like, you know, the car, I just we have like car shows and things like that up up Peshnuck Avenue now. Is that all organized by you guys or or the? That-
1: yeah, so that's organized by the bid. So a little bit real quick about myself, me and my dad own a real estate company. Nick, I think actually you read it from my dad. I did. Point, right? I did. When you were on the avenue. Yeah. Yeah, so right been next to, a long time.
0: yeah, I was right next to, uh, what was her name? The coffee place. It was right across the street Rosalina's. from, Rosalina's. Right, Rosalina's. I was yeah, right next door. Yeah, Rosalina's. Yep.
1: I used to go in that ice cream place and get ice cream after school every day. So you had the little place next door. right? That's why I was a little heavyset when I was in grade school because I ate too much
0: ice cream. That'll do it. Um,
1: <laughs> but anyway, no, it was good times. There were a lot of good people in the avenue. I remember even because I was just a kid, really. I mean, I was seven, eight years old, but I just remember a lot of those people. And we still stay in touch with all the old timers um, that were on the avenue. And there's still a lot of people that have been here like ourselves. So anyway, me and my dad, we own Century 21 Forester. We're at sixteen oh eighties, He's passionate. We've been here over 100 years.
0: Um, not you personally, because that'd be amazing.
1: Not me. No, <laughs> no that would be amazing if I was still alive. I'm lucky if I make it to like 40, 45. I think I'll be good. The rate I'm going. Now nah, I'm always really kidding. But anyway, uh, my grandfather had a produce business at Passion Can Read, currently the El Paisano Market. Yeah. So we have our roots here pretty deep. Uh, but no, the the, the the events when my dad and them were running it, they were trying to do things like that. Like I said, then then we had the bid. My dad, Wally Lucidi, Terry Shear, Wally, others, wow. yeah, Wally, he's still in the Avenue. Um, they started to bid, and then they started to do some throw around ideas with different events, and then in like the middle 2000s, I like, think like, late 2000s is when they came up with that the car show. And that became a hit. You know, it was, it was a, a way to bring people to the Avenue, to give, get them into the restaurants, get them into the stores, shopping. And um, that's one of the big events. And then the other one, because we become such a food destination. Yep. And listen, Philadelphia, we have some great food. It, it, it's, no yeah. doubt. it's no surprise, really, that we have all these great restaurants, right? Because there's so many great places in the city. Um, but one of the other big events was the flavors of the Avenue, where you got to. Try different you know, restaurants, maybe on one day. He would sample different things that they were serving.
0: Um, is that, that it, is it, that an event, Mike? Is that is that is that like an event where do they ever have that? Where like the restaurants will come out and have samples and stuff?
1: Yeah, they did. So the year before COVID, uh, two thousand nineteen, I think, in even eighteen is when they started it as a whole street festival. Hmm. Prior to that, it was in the you know the municipal lot on this on yeah, my block, absolutely, yeah, the lot. It was it was like a tented event there. But then uh, the board decided and you know, along with the feedback from the restaurants, the merchants on the avenue was to make this big festival. And and that was a really big success. I think in in nineteen there were like something of the number of like maybe ten thousand people. I could be exaggerating a little bit, but no, it was somewhere in that ballpark, people that came through the avenue that day. I mean wow. that's a lot of people. Yeah, right in our little, our little, you know, section of uh, heaven, as I like to think of
0: it, so down here. So, so uh, let's let's uh, let me ask you to do this for me. Let's let's settle something here. What is it? Is it Pashunk or Passyunk?
1: <laughs> no, it's Pashunk.
0: Pashunk. and
1: I always make sure I correct anybody that says it otherwise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's Passyunk if you're out of the city. I was down exactly. there at Passyunk.
1: I don't think you're really from the city if you say Pashyank. Pashyank. you know, it's Paschiong. It's That's how I've always known it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. like saying uh, Greenwich. It's Greenwich. Greenwich, too. right? Yeah. You know, you know?
0: What What is the What is the oldest uh, business there that's still there? That you? Think? We're
1: up there. I mean, we're up there because we Forrester Real Estate was was on the Avenue, you know, before we owned it. Right. Um, but, Ma- Mara's, but Mara's Mancuso's, has
0: to Yeah, Mancuso's Mara's got to be up there
1: uh, Mama Maria
0: Mama Maria's, yep
1: um, Ray's Happy Birthday voice, I think has been around a decent
0: decent while
1: um, Wally's still on the Avenue He's been around, I think Wally. Since the, the Late 70s, 80s, Lucidi
2: Yep yep.
1: Um, Terry Shear, one of the other founders Of the bid I mentioned He was on the Laura Shoes
0: they oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There, there's um, Mr. Mancuso though. The the cheese shop. He he just recently passed, didn't he? He, he passed away. Yes, yeah. um,
1: like, sadly. That's, you know.
0: that's a shame. That's a shame. That's a
1: shame. yeah. They've been around. I think. It, I think it's like something like seventy years.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Because you know, you you drive past some of these stores that that are uh, that are in other places. You know, and you, they're like it's a different business every two years. And then you have yeah. the places that are just just cemented there, like places like Mara's and and, yeah. and Mancuso's. Wow. Well,
1: then you have some of the newer additions, like Paradiso, she was still open. She was here a decent while. I love mm-hmm. um, Places like that that have been here over 10 years now. Um, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody, Nick, and when I think of Chunk Avenue, I think of Main Street America, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of like your mom-and-pop places, like the, the local community, places that, yeah, the locals all go to in the neighborhood, but then it draws people from all over. You know, that's what I see Passionate Avenue as being. It, it's Main Street America, right? It, it's, it's really the, like the American dream, right? You, you have this idea of, I want to open this business, and that's what it is here. Right. It's all small businesses for the most part. You have the the CVS and the Acme, but and the banks, the big banks. But all the small places are local people,
2: you know, are are
1: people in the neighborhood. And, you know, one of the things I was having the same conversation with this guy was when COVID hit, you know, and and things started having to shut down or open, you know, um, limited hours or or just take out delivery, whatever restaurant-specific, what you really saw here was that the neighborhood and the community kind of wrapped the businesses around itself, right? And they supported them, you know, because they recognized that this corridor is the lifeline of the neighborhood. It really is. If if you let it die, the neighborhood dies with it.
0: I I, I was just going to say that. I was just going to... That's the way I felt even back then when it was busy, It was a different type of. It was a different type of. You know, different time. But even the same way, it you just felt like that street was the heartbeat of the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, and that's what it was in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. It was the local shop. You would go to your mom's. You know, go to the mom and pop store to get your, you know, communion outfit or or clothes or shoes. There were some restaurants, right? You would go to dinner. But what I always say is, it' not that the avenue took. A turn for the worst. It didn't. It, it took a turn. It took a, a time period where it needed to adjust and change. Yeah, and it was just the the life kind of got sucked out a little bit. You know, my, my dad. I always remember saying to me, "It was like you know, people were here from nine to five, and then after that, it was dead." Yep. So you lost that life. You know, that breathing entity, if you want to think of it in that way, and. Then, when it started to revitalize, that breath of fresh air came back in, and you know it was like a new beginning. Yeah, it was
0: like a
2: of, this,
1: it of was, the old.
0: Yeah, it was strange. It was like a. It was like a like a transition time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was it, it. was almost like a renaissance, really. Yeah, you know, you but, know, the, 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 we were lucky in a sense. Like you didn't see people like abandon their properties or let them get run down and, and become vacant or abandoned. It just became like not that popular anymore. And then when the bid came around and they started to promote and they had a director and, you know, there was all this collective thinking of yours, let's pull our money together and have some money to spend. Yeah. That's what's going to help us all turn around, right? We're, we're all in it together. We're all a ship, right? If, if we, if we, want to think selfishly then we're going to sink but if we all work together right then we're going to keep the ship afloat and that's you know what happened
0: what do you think what do you think happened like that period of time when when avenue wasn't doing so well i always thought it was just this is just my opinion i don't know if it's true or not i always thought because it seemed to be the time when the mall when the, the the strip malls and the malls were getting popular and building up did that you think that did damage to this, to the business on Patrick Avenue at all,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think those small mom and pop stores couldn't keep up with big box retailers and malls and and you know you had that period where it's like shop local, you know go go to your local stores, small places then it was this period of big box retail malls, but now we're starting to see the the opposite again. People want to shop local. Yeah, I was just going to you say know, that. I mean, what happened? Don't have the Amazon to the world and the Walmart to yeah. the world, but people still stick local mostly. Yeah,
0: I, I, that's what I'm, that's what I was going to say. Like, okay, that that's great, the, but the malls are still around. The strip malls are still around. Yet the avenue is having the opposite effect, where they're it's yeah. booming. Yeah,
1: you know. Um, I think too what happened in the 80s and 90s was you saw that generational shift, and what I mean is that, you know, my great grandparents came here from Italy, right? They they worked themselves up, they worked hard, they had a business, but they like their kids, they wanted to see better for them, mm-hmm. and then their kids' kids, they wanted to see better. So you saw that I want to say like generational shift in a sense, like it was like I don't want you to run our little tailor shop or, you know, clothes store, shoe store. I want you to go to college and, and and be a lawyer or be a doctor or be a dentist or do this. I think you had that generational shift. And look, there's nothing wrong with that or owning a small business. But I think what you saw was those parents, the older generation, like pushing their kids in an opposite direction. Right. And then, you know, the kids not wanting to continue these family businesses. So then they were closing. And that's when you also see, you start to saw see excuse me, an exodus out of the city to the suburbs of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But now you're seeing the opposite again of, you know, people moving back here. Yeah. You know, and, and these neighborhoods becoming revitalized.
0: It se- it seems like there's a lot of new pe- people from New York coming into that, that neighborhood now. It's, it's, it seems that way to me anyway
1: and and what we're seeing is that's in part because of the popularity of passion Avenue
0: yeah. I, think, yeah I think I think the think restaurants I think the restaurants are a good a really good there's many more restaurants on the avenue now than there was back in back in the day and i think that is uh that's what pulled mo- I think that's what pulled a lot of people to to Passionate Avenue and that's why the retail on passion the retail business on pasok Avenue increased also I think that I think that had a big Big thing to do with it.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Do you remember what was in the old cantina?
2: What the, old can- was
0: there? the old cantina was a a a, sh- uh, a shirt place, wasn't it? No, it was a restaurant. The old cantina? I mean, from what I remember. 12th and, th- th- at the point, right? 12th well, th- next
1: to the corner, not the building that's no longer there. The, not the lot, the building next to it, where the actual restaurant is.
0: What's the can The canteen is the one with the, the has the outdoor dining section. Yeah, it's
1: the orange building.
0: Yeah, that used to be. I'm, I'm going back now. That used to be a shirt maker.
1: <laughs> the corner. Yeah, but right next on the corner. To that was a restaurant.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. Ozzy's. Oh, Ozzy's! My Jesus Christ! My sister worked at Ozzy's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, oh. I had
1: my 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 first communion
0: dinner was there.
1: When I met, made my communion and seen
0: that. Wow, I totally forgot. So that yeah, Ozzy's was right near Furies. Yeah. F- oh wow, wow! I keep. Following. I was
1: a kid. I mean, I, I remember, but I remember going in. I remember the big mirrors on the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. were <laughs> running
1: around.
0: Yeah. So what's the what's the future plans for for the avenue now? I mean, is, are, are are they're, they're going to cover you know do these events again eventually, or are, are we COVID free now to, in order to do that, or what's going on?
1: Yeah, one of the, uh, the big events coming up now is uh, Garden Days. Um, but keep an eye on our social media channels and our website. Visit um and then uh, at EastPassJunk on Instagram, Facebook, and EPassJunk as on Twitter. Uh, but the Garden Days are being run in conjunction with the um, – you know how they're having the flower show? You're they're having the flower show down at FDR. Yeah. Mark. So – We're the nearest major commercial corridor. So naturally, it's like a nice fit to go hand in hand with the flower show. Um, So we're going to have a bunch of things going on during these garden days. It's going to be May 8th to the 31st. So it's pretty much all month long. Um, But we're doing raffles. There's going to be a punch card to go spend money at the participating businesses on the avenue. There'll be classes and events. Uh, there's going to be a scavenger hunt. There's going to be a window decorating competition. Uh, don't look for our office because I'm not that creative. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. Um, maybe I'll get my mom's into flowers, so maybe we'll get her to put something together. Okay, all right. Uh, there's going to be a dance. You know, Society Hill Dance Academies on the Avenue at 1919 these passion. They're going to do a performance May 9th, 2 p.m. And you know, then we're just you know encouraging everybody to shop at the restaurants, go to the bars, go to the you know. retail shops service shops um but that's a really nice event so that's like our springboarding in event to post hopefully covid
2: world right hopefully um
1: where we could get back to some sort of normality right um at some point but in the future i mean i our hope is to bring back some of the bigger events once people feel more comfortable and the city allows them um but that garden event going to be, you know, the garden days are going to be really nice.
0: Yeah, it sounds nice. What, all right, real quick. Your, what's your favorite restaurant up there?
1: My favorite restaurant, it's probably a Thai, but I, I really like Fond and I like Labrador too.
0: Really? Like like more than Mara's? Like I, I can't get Mara's out of my head. I just love Mara's.
1: You know, I love Mara's. I like Mama Maria's. I like Bing Bing with the dim sums really good. I like Barcelona. I mean, I like Stogie Joe's. I like really old. Stogie Joe's is another one, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But here's the thing when I like to go out, right, especially for Italian, this is me, but I like to eat something that I can't eat at home.
2: Right,
0: right. You know,
1: and listen, I'm not knocking that Mara. I love Mara. Yeah. The food is good. We go there for lunch a lot. We go sit, you know. Yeah, but that's like
0: food. a lot of traditional home, home Traditional. Food. Right. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, if I'm going to go out, like, I like to yeah. go personally to something that's a little different, you know. But then again, Sometimes I do want to get a nice veal parm, so I'll walk down the mountains and, and, and have a veal parm.
0: You can gain a lot of oh, weight on Pashunk Avenue.
1: You can. You can. <laughs> you know I always, what I like about it is a lot of times I work late to like 8, 8, thirty, nine o'clock at night in the office. And the best thing before COVID, I mean now too, you could sit outside, but it was just nice to leave my office and be like, you know, I'm going to go sit in Barcelona at the bar, have a drink, have a little appetizer for dinner and then go home yeah you know there's not you know unless you're in town right in your center city right you can't just really walk to most places and just go sit
0: no no you can't no it's
1: my favorite really was sitting at paradiso at the bar across the street sitting there having a little pasta uh having a drink
0: i just said i just said tacos you're making me hungry but, yeah. <laughs> I didn't eat dinner yet. So I think that's <laughs> what
1: I'm gonna do after. I'm gonna leave here and go walk somewhere.
0: I'm like a big uh-huh. fan of uh, of the of uh, punk burger. I, I I'm a big burger person. Burger and pizza. I I just love burgers and pizzas. I could live on pizza, but burgers right no, there I in a like second. Punk burgers. But so punk burgers I my like. Order.
1: Listen, I like them all really. Noir, yeah. pistolas,
0: fuel, like fuel, fuel.
1: You yeah. know, really, you can't. Isabella's. Gra- go grab a slice of pizza.
0: Yeah, that's the old Uncle Phil's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's really like, and you know what the other great thing about the Avenue is? You have a great diversity in restaurants. Like you could try anything
0: pretty yeah, much. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the big uh, difference. Cause it, because back in the day, it was like Little Italy. Everything was just Italian. And there wasn't many restaurants up there to begin with, but now you're right. There's Now there's a different, there's a whole different selection up there. up there.
1: There's a great selection. There really is. You know, you got Newark. That's another one of my favorites. Go sit over there. And you know, it's funny, Nick, with, with COVID is you, you, you listen, everybody had a pivot. It was horrible. I feel bad for all of our restaurant, our retail service people. Yep. Really hit hard, really, really hit hard. But you know, most of them pivoted and thankfully they're, they're back hopefully to normal at some point. Um, I can't attest to that because I'm not in that business, but that, that's really, it's really hard.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I, I really feel for them. Yeah.
1: But what I would tell you is seeing like a lot of these outdoor structures and, and outdoor door seating, it's really amazing. I mean, I used to hate eating outside. Now I'm like, give it to me. I'll, I'll eat out. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? It's 80 degrees. I'll sit out because I want to support them. You know, I want to I help them out. I want to do my part because I love my community. I love the avenue. I love my neighborhood. I love South Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. And I got to give a lot, all of them, really a lot of credit because they really stuck it out.
0: Yeah, and, no, they did that. that was know, a- they
1: were really thrown a, a real curveball. Um, and the city, you know, in their wisdom, quote unquote, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, you know, they're trying I was going to gonna, help,
0: I was gonna say something. They're,
1: <laughs> they're trying to help them. Uh, you know, but as usual the city they fail at mostly everything they do. But yeah, you know, they're trying. you know, they with the outdoor structures allowing them to sit outside. Um but let's hope that they the city and our government, our elected officials, learn from this pandemic that we really need to support our small businesses. Yeah. You know, and you can't put all this tedious regulation and over on them because you just crush them. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, all these most of these places are working, you know, to make ends meet every week.
0: Yeah, they're, not, know, like, they're not. They're not
1: breaking yeah. even. They're not. You know? Yeah,
0: they're not built to last a, a, a long period of time with no business. Yeah, they're not built that way.
1: You know, they're not Comcast. Right. You know, where they'll bend over backwards for them. Right. Yeah, you know, like help help us out down here. I, listen, they've done some. Yeah, uh, you know, I will give credit where credit is due. But maybe they'll learn and they'll say, you know, we don't need to put all this on un, un, unnecessary over-regulation of these small businesses because they're struggling. Yeah.
0: Well, Mike— I, I, don't
1: really, I won't get political, but no, it, it, that's not political to me. That's common yeah, sense, Yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I, like I said, that's, that's, that's the heartbeat of the neighborhood, and if, if you destroy that, you destroy the neighborhood. So it's important to keep them going.
1: The bloodline, like we said, like you and I said, the, the, the bloodline of the community.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, Mike, I appreciate your time, man. I Thank you for calling in. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, um, but I am um, I wanted to talk to somebody that knows a lot about uh, Pashunk Avenue and uh, you were the man. So I appreciate it. Thank you, pal.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And if you ever need anything, uh, please let me know. And I would encourage all your listeners to uh, go out on the <laughs> avenue and, and support local, shop small.
0: All right. Thanks, Mike.
1: Thanks. Have a good night. Man. Bye-bye. Stay well.
0: All right. That was Mike from uh, Century 21 Forrester Real Estate. So I'm up for some calls if anybody wants to call in. You see the number on the screen, 267-296-2539. Give me a call. What's your favorite uh, restaurant on Passyunk Avenue, Passyunk or Passyunk Avenue, what do you like about it? I'm still stuck on Maris. I I like Maris. I've always liked Maris. I've always loved Maris. I will always love Maris. Um, but I guess that's maybe uh, because I like Italian food. I I don't know. And I like Punk Burger. There's a there's, there's a they got good burgers. Fuel's a pretty good place. Isabella's has some good food. Which was the old Uncle Phil's. Which I was traumatized when that went away because I really liked Uncle Phil's. That was like a really special place cravings another one what else what else carla you promised to sing carla casella you promised to sing <laughs> this time you promised to call in too 267-296-2539 what do you guys want me to do a show on um about cuz i was just going to do like um here, let me take get my my little backup plan here in case i didn't have anything else to talk about we got done with passion avenue Um, let's talk, let's talk, uh, it's going to be the 12th and Dickinson area again, uh, but let's talk about Annunciation BVM school. It is the school that I went to, grade school that I went to back in the day. It is still there. It's a big building of apartments, um, but there are lots of memories at Annunciation and uh, let me start with the, if, if anybody went there, uh, it was the, th- the third floor of Annunciation was haunted. That's what we were told. And you were never, you were never to go up to the third floor of Annunciation School or ooh, it was haunted. I remember, that. that's right, <laughs> Rose, the third floor, yep, Nobody would go up there. I did stick my head up there one time. Um, and it was, the whole third floor was full of pigeons. It was very, very strange. Uh, but I guess there was a hole, like, in in the outside where the pigeons would come in. And the whole, up, the whole third floor was like classrooms, but it was just unused. It was just an unused floor. And uh, I remember Tootsie. Who remembers Tootsie? Tootsie was the maintenance man. He he could fix anything with the duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> the window blew out, no problem. Put Totsie come in there, put a piece of plexiglass in there <laughs> with the duct tape out of that classroom within 30 seconds and you're good as new. But all the all the windows blew out at <laughs> All the windows used to blow out. I remember my I don't know what grade it was. Uh, Oh, God, I don't know. But it was um, Miss DiBernardo was my teacher. I I, I love Miss DiBernardo. And um, I had gotten sick. Well, I'm sitting there, and I'm starting to, like, I'm, I'm starting not to be able to breathe. And, you know, all my friends, like, I was a quiet kid. I wasn't a goofball like I am now. I was a quiet kid. In grade school, and I'm sitting there, and I'm starting not to be able to breathe in, in this classroom, and, um, I, and I was sitting right next to you know the heaters. Those uh, radiators were just brutal in the winter, so I, Misty Bernardo's words just started to you know you know I do not know what she, what she was saying, but I was going and she saw that I was going, I was about to pass out, Miss Bernardo grabs me by the, by the tie, pulls me out of the desk, I don't know if she remembers this, pulls me out of the desk, and brings me over to the big window, and of course, it don't open, it won't open, these things blew out all the time, but it was obvious that I needed some air, and, uh, So she finally gets the window open and she sticks me halfway out the window and I got air and I felt instantly better like that. But it turned out I had a fever and, uh, with me part, me sitting next to the radiator I kind of got sick from it. And, uh, but I'll never forget that. I thought she was going to, I thought she was going to throw me out the window. I would have, the air was just the greatest thing in the world. And then there was another time, um, Miss Ava, Holy's class, I believe I was, coming down the steps we were all coming out you know how i used to go out in line and i was coughing i just had a. to this day if i have a cold i cough like a maniac i don't i don't stop well i lost my footing and fell all the way down the steps and it was shortly after that first incident so they thought that they thought that i passed out again and uh, next thing I know, I'm in a chair, and they're undoing my tie. I'm like, I'm, I didn't pass out. I had them petrified. Like I didn't pass out. I just coughed so much that I just lost my footing and I fell down the steps. There's some good memories in Annunciation. However, however, I was extremely petrified to go to school. Extremely petrified every day. I just try to find a reason not to go. Um, I, I I was liked by most people, most of the kids. You know, I, it's not that I, uh, not that um, you know, I was I didn't get along with anybody. I was just real quiet. You know, I was quiet. I was to myself. Um, but I wasn't very good in school to this day, especially in math. Um, I'm terrible at math. Terrible. I probably taught myself math because I didn't teach. I didn't learn anything in school. I was. I cannot retain numbers to this day. You give me a, a code, a color a code, color code, a number code, and you say say those four numbers, I won't remember those numbers. That's It's just numbers. I just don't, they don't work in my head. I just can't retain numbers. I always thought it was some kind of learning medical condition or whatever. But, uh, you know, I really wasn't uh, into people yelling at me. I'm still not. I don't really take any shit now, and I didn't then either, even as a little kid. So when you would get yelled at in front of the whole room for not knowing a math answer, um, you know, and they would put you on the spot, bring you up at the board. They would embarrass you, you know, figure it out. You know, stand up against that board. You don't sit down until you figure out that number, that problem. And I had no clue. I had no clue what to do. I would just sit there, sit down. And then I would just yell and sit down. And I thought, you know, that's not a real good way to teach, you know. Um, your kids, Your kids shouldn't be scared to go to school, you know, other than those times. Annunciation was uh, full of memories you know I had a lot of crushes um at annunciation um and I still talk to a lot of people a lot of the people I went to school with there it's pretty It's a pretty tight group, although I usually wasn't involved in everything sometimes that was my fault sometimes I just wasn't included I was like Rudolph you know you know, rain you no know, reindeer nose whatever I wasn't uh included. But let's see. Let me uh, check your comments here on Facebook. Uh, 20, 25 cents. I remember the carnivals. I do remember the carnivals. They were great. I remember chocolate milk and pretzels, and that was it. That was it. I couldn't understand how anybody would drink anything else but chocolate milk with your pretzel. It, that just goes together. But I even made. yes, I remember that very well. It's much easier, and it's a much better show if you guys would call in two six seven two nine six two five three nine. What do you remember about the neighborhood? Because next, I'm going to go to Columbus Square, and uh, even though I didn't really hang out there that much, I was more uh, you know of somebody that's you know plays up the street, and Carla would know. Carla Casella would know. Uh, <laughs> about playing up the street. She would hold Grease concerts with uh, Marisa and Debbie (laughs) on Carmen Presti's step. It was a good time here in, in the old days of South Philly. Wilder Street, that's right. That's right. I'm getting a call. Let me see who this is. Hello, this is Nick, and you're on the Yo South Philly Show. Can I help you? Hey, Nick. Hey, who is it?
3: It's Ro. Hey, Ro, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Bud? All right,
0: it's nice to hear you. Thanks for calling in. Hello, this is Nick, and you're on. I can hear myself in the background. That's awesome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Let me let me turn you off for a second. Okay. So, Ro, how are you? Do you remember Parkside and Fireside?
0: Park? What we is would it?
3: exit Annunciation, Parkside and Fireside. The kids from 12th and Dickinson would exit Fireside.
0: Oh, and, yeah. That's right. And the
3: other kids, where the candy store was, behind the school, yep. would exit Parkside.
0: Right. Parkside, Fireside. And, yep.
3: Right. And Parkside and Fireside, I don't know about your grade. I, I, went to, I, I was born in 74. Like, we would never mix. It was like almost like the second streeters and the Italians. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think we did that too. I think we did something like that. I remember that.
3: And then on the park side, you
0: know, you know, if you, you know why I do, you know why I remember that because yeah. because one day it was the summer and I was in school and bro, it was hot. It was freaking hot. You know, how used to hot it used to get in those schools with no air conditioning. And I was wearing a, a a tighter uh pair of school pants. And I went up to the front of the room to do a problem on the board and I dropped the chalk. Oh so no. When I dropped the chalk, the back of my my legs my no. pants were stuck to me. The back of my pants just exploded. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> right in front of the class. So the whole class starts laughing. And I remember the teacher saying, all right, you know, wrap, wrap your, your jacket or whatever it is they gave me around your waist and, and go, go, go home and get changed. Exit Parkside. That's what she said. So I know that's a thing.
3: And if you exited Parkside when we were in the, um, in the schoolyard, there was a little store on the corner if you went straight up. Yeah. And they used to have the candy. And they used to have the paper candy. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the dots. I'm talking about like it tasted like the Eucharist, and it was like one cent a sheet.
0: Twelfth of Morton.
3: Was that no, no, it was no, it wasn't Twelfth. Was it Twelfth Morton? It might have been.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a
3: little candy shop. Yeah, and, and you could get a lollipop like the blow pops for like five cents.
0: Yeah, yeah. Used I to used to sell. Yeah, they used to sell the milk duds, and that's that's where we used to get our milk duds. They had milk dud wars in class.
3: And then do you remember the sliding doors between the classrooms where Mr. B- uh, DiBernardo and, and Gail Avicoli used to talk to each other when we were being bad?
0: <laughs> I remember... They
3: would th- slide the door over <laughs> and just talk to each other about how bad the kids were being?
0: No, I remember, I remember the sliding doors um, in, in, the, in like the, ba- the big rooms, the banquet rooms.
3: No, we had them on the second floor in the seventh and eighth grade.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Maybe a little too far back for me.
3: Okay, so I'll give you a quick story. So I was in fifth and sixth grade. I went to school with Stogie Joe, Nick DeJesse, Jesse, Kristen Del Rossi, Jennifer Santoro, all those. Jason Vicario, all of them. So you know how the boys would take the stuff down to the incinerator? Yeah. And throw it in <laughs> the incinerator, right? Yep. Well, one of them, I think it was Stogie, found the answer book to the exam for social studies in the Flynn's class. So during the entire semester, he was giving out the answers. Oh, wow. And the entire class was taking it. And we would tell people that were slower. You can't get a 100. You have to get like a 70 or an 80. You know, we were saying if you would get a C, you have to get a B. If you're getting a B, you have to get an A. Like, you cannot go from a D to an A. You right. Don't do it. So we got away with this plot for in sixth grade for like, I don't know, probably like a month and a half. So one of the individuals, Jason Vicario, I don't know if it was Jason or Nick Colucci, they put the, the answers underneath the tie, underneath the <laughs> tie. <laughs> so there's 40 of us in the classroom, and they lift up the tie, and Miss Lynn caught it.
0: Miss Lynn, oh my god.
3: Okay. And she went right to that student and was like, what is this? And like the whole class froze. And there was like out of 40 kids, three kids that did not do it or did not get involved. So they took us into the next room, slide the doors over one at a time with the principal, took us into the next room and started questioning us like we were like murderers. <laughs> and I wouldn't crack. Like nobody would crack. So they wound, us, they wound up failing us for the entire semester
0: oh except for three people. Jesus.
3: <laughs> so I had to go home and tell my parents I failed the semester. And my father was like, "Why did you fail the semester?" I was like, "Oh, because I cheated."
0: You improvised.
3: And he was like, "Okay, no problem. <laughs> I can't blame for trying."
0: You improvised. That's all. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you can't. That's what he said. You can't. Can't blame me for trying.
3: But at that moment, I thought it was the worst time of my life. Now I look back, I'm like, that is hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't
3: call and tell you. Thank you, Nick, for having the show. It's awesome.
0: Oh no, I, I I I love doing it. I just uh I get to spread the word and get people to know it's here. Because it, I've done I did one sample one last week sometime and, and uh it was pretty cool. You know, it just brings back a lot of memories and I thought it'd be pretty cool to bring it back again. You know, who is your favorite teacher at Annunciation?
3: Gail Avicoli.
0: Mrs. Avicoli? So I was in. Okay, third, wait, fourth wait, grade. wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So she, she was your favorite. Who was your worst?
3: My worst. It would have to be Principal Sean.
0: Sister Sean.
3: She was he, the principal when I was a little girl.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I was in first grade. I went up to her and I told her, "I hate you and I hate your school."
0: Wow, well,
3: that's in front of my mother.
0: Very blunt. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. My, you know my favorite, my, I would have to say my favorite teacher, I don't know if you knew her, was uh, Miss Kazenza, Nope. And uh, Miss Estrella. Miss
2: <gasps> oh,
0: Estrella, awesome. Estrella would be hard to beat. She would be hard yeah, to beat. Yeah, I door. agree with you. Um, I was, but, I, but uh, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name. Oh, Crispaldi. Mrs. So was Crispaldi. there a teacher
3: you had a crush on?
0: No, no. Oh, to, who did I have a crush on? Uh mm-hmm. easily. Easily Mr. Sanis.
3: Understood, why?
0: Yeah, Mr. Sanis, I had a huge huge crush on. I used to I used to just get lost in the class. I would just daydream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had no idea, but I would just like, you know, my god. She's so beautiful, man. <laughs> and yeah.
3: what grade did you get in that class?
0: Oh, God, I don't know. I guess I was uh, 10, 11. I don't remember. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, she was... Uh, I was in love with Mr. Sanis. Yeah. Did you, you... And who was your least favorite? My least favorite teacher? Mm. It had to be Ms. Grispaldi. Miss Crisp- that woman scared the crap out of me. Yeah, she made me, like, literally made my year terrible. Like, I was petrified. I would be sick in the morning just... Cause she yelled at everything. She just yelled and screamed at everything. But I had, you know, I had Mrs. Abigail, Mrs. Strella, and Miss Kazenda, they, they would be really hard to beat as far as you know, a te- uh, loving my teachers. Like they were really good, patient, nice. You know, they understood. They took their time. They they tried to teach you. They weren't yelling all the time. I can't. I never responded well to yelling, bro. You know, I never responded well to that. To this day, you yell at me, you lost me. You lost it. You just, you got to talk to me. You know, that's the only way you're going to communicate with me. But yeah, Mr. Sanis, I saw her. I, I had did a video for some kind of event a few years ago. And uh, she was there. I, I had no idea it was her. And she and she's like, Nick, is he Nick Lanciano? I'm like, yeah. Mr. Santis. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her I had such a crush on her. But yeah, it was huge. You shut have. I should. I actually should. She's friends of mine. on are friends on Facebook. I don't know. She might even be hearing this. I don't know. But that's, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Miss Manser. Yeah, Carla said Miss Manser. I forgot about Miss Manser. So
3: when's Carla going to get
0: on the line and say? Carla, you know what? Carla is dissing me, man. She said that she would call, at least call this time, and she didn't. She's not. And she said she was going to sing last time, but everybody wanted to hear it on the test show, and she didn't sing. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. You know, I kind of wanted to hear Carla sing. She's, uh, she's, uh, you know, good singer. She sang. Uh, she was the best on Wilder Street. <laughs> you know,
3: with a beautiful daughter.
0: God but bless. She is looks beautiful. Just like her. Yeah, she looks just like Carla. She does. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Right. So
3: my friend, all oh, I have to leave you with is the following. Okay. I remember at the corner of Twelfth and Dickinson at the mailbox. I remember the Rocky movies. Yep. You were always a big brother to me and always loved you for that. Oh, thank you. And thank you for everything you ever did for me, Nick. Oh, I will you. continue to watch your show.
0: Thank you. And thank you. Thank you for being a part of my, my uh growing up in South Philly.
3: And that movie was awesome by the way, just so you know.
0: But, oh. And
3: your daughter is gorgeous.
0: A Coffee with God. Thank you and thank you. Yeah, she's a she's a talent boy. Thank so, you.
3: can I get an autograph from her soon?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: As you know, she's going to make it.
0: She's, uh, you got to hear the kids sing. She's unbelievable. She's well, maybe
3: a- I'll run her out on my next occasion.
0: All right. Well, I'll let her know. <laughs> Thanks, Ro. <laughs> All right, brother. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, that's nice. I got at least one call this show. Two calls. I, I... I set up the first one, but that one was nice. 267-296-2539. Give us a call. Let's talk about South Philly. We're talking about Annunciation School now. We started off with Passhunk Avenue, and uh, and now we're talking about Annunciation. I could talk about Joe Bates more, because Joe Bates was, uh, was the anchor. That was like a... Another Passchonk Avenue, they anchored that neighborhood together. Everybody went to Joe Bates. Everybody. Um, Carla's practicing. You're not going to ever call up and sing, Carla. Forget it. I know you're not. (laughs) So here, I want to take a little break here, but a real short break. But here's something. See if you guys remember this. Ready? Check this out.
2: Eh? May I help you, sir?
1: Two Whoppers, two Whopper Juniors, and four Coca-Cola. And would I have to wait long if you made one Whopper with no pickle and no lettuce?
3: No, sir. Hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, special orders don't upset us. so we ask is
2: that you let us serve it your way. Oh, well, in that case, could I have the other Whopper with extra ketchup? Sure. We can serve
3: your grilled beef fresh with everything on top or any way you think is proper. Have it your way.
1: Now that's the way to do things.
2: Our way. Have it your way. Have it your way. At King Burger King.
0: All right, the Burger King commercial. Who remembers that? I do. <laughs> I remember that man. I used to walk around and, every, and singing that "Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, special orders, don't upset us." Yeah, it was, a, it was up there with uh, Geno's, the Geno Giant at, at Broad and Snyder. It was always the battle. It was the Burger it wasn't Burger King. I'm sorry, it was McDonald's and Geno's. Um, who remembers the Geno Giant? I remember that. Remember Geno's? I do. That was a good place. They used to have these little. Uh, they used to have these little plastic cup desserts was weird but it was good so uh just uh anybody that's uh has a birthday today happy birthday
3: happy friggin birthday
0: (laughs) that's the official yo south philly happy birthday chant to anybody that has a birthday today happy birthday so we're rolling down to the end of the show since we're not getting any more, any more calls, if anybody wants to call in and talk, two six seven two nine six two five three nine, and uh, if I'm not getting any calls, I'm just gonna end the show and see you next Thursday. But uh, there's so much to talk about. I know there's a lot to talk about out there about uh, our old old time in South Philly and uh, the way it's changed. And for the, I don't know, I guess it's for the better. The areas and. Uh, Just a different time. Everybody moved to Jersey. So now, like, what is it? Like Blackwood. uh, What is it? uh, Blackwood, New Jersey? It's like South Philly South now. Everybody's from South Philly went to Jersey, and a bunch of New York people moved in down here. So at least that's the way I see it. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, watching the show tonight and uh, join me uh, next week. Maybe I'll have some more guests and uh, we can. Uh, have some more callers last chance two six seven two nine six two five three nine all right guys well thank you very much for listening and watching the show because we're also podcasting this uh you could uh if you have any questions or if you want me to do a show um on something or you want me to get some answers or a question to something about south philly whatever you can uh, email me at nickl at lancionoproductions.com. You can watch the show later if you miss it. It's uh, The replay will be on Facebook, and it's also on podcast uh, platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. All right, so thanks, guys. I appreciate your time, and I'm out.